Hello. Hi. Hi there. Can you hear me? I sure can. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you for joining me this evening. I appreciate you. So today, everyone, um, my special guest is Wendy Noble from Run to an Elopement, and we are going to talk about meditation. Wendy, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? So I am a wedding professional wedding officiant um, who serves Ohio and a couple other states. Um, I also enjoy meditating regularly, and I know the benefits of meditating regularly. Amazing. Can't wait to dig into it. So what is the definition of meditation? Well, good question, Whitney. <laughs> it's your question, Wendy. I love I yeah. Love- <laughs> I love that you came up with this question for me to answer today. <laughs> Let's be um, real, everyone. I did not come up with these questions. Wendy was prepped and came up with her own questions. She came and put 110% into this podcast. So I give her all the credit. Thanks. Mm. I came locked and loaded. I'm a little bit nerdy like that. I um, love it. I like, I like to be organized. Anyways, to get back to the question, what is meditation? Um, meditation is the act or practice of distancing yourself from the constant commentary, chatter, I like to call it noise, that we all have kind of swirling around in our head. Um, You know, it's that constant circus of thoughts and emotions that sometimes interfere with our thinking and our productivity and just general wellness. That's a beautiful way to put that. Um, so, I mean, I know why it's important and after hearing the definition of meditation, people should know why it's so important, but could you go into a little bit more detail about why it's important? Well, it's important for many reasons, but I'm going to get super sciencey for a minute. I'm going to show off my like big brain and yeah, yeah, I'm smart. Um, and let you know that it lowers your blood pressure, right? It lowers your anxiety. It's going to help lower your cortisol levels, which is, you know, the stress level that we all carry around. It's going to help increase your blood circulation. It's going to keep your brain in a state known as gamma. um, And it'll allow you to remember experiences better, as well as it helps to regulate your emotions and your response. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can I ask, where did you learn that? Well, I have done a lot of research um, on meditation just because of my personal practice. You know, um, I am a avid um, yoga practitioner and there is a lot of meditation within the asana that comes in yoga. Um, And so um, years of counseling coupled with yoga, coupled with self-discovery and just my general curiosity for the topic. Um, I have read lots of information about meditation. And also in my undergrad degree, um, I studied a lot about meditation in the practice of meditation and how it can help people um, just flourish. I didn't know that. Thank you for sharing. Um, So who is yoga for? 
or not uh, yoga, meditation. You got me on yoga well, now. Yo- yoga and meditation are for everyone, but since we're talking about meditation today, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go beeline with that topic and tell you that it's for everyone. Um, anyone can med- meditate, and anyone can benefit from the meditative practice long. It can be five minutes in the morning or in the evening. I suggest both. It's a great way to start your day and end your day. Um, And with time, you'll notice that your mind will quiet down quicker and that you'll crave a longer meditation practice. Um, Especially, um, I find this practice helpful for my couples. Um, I notice a vast change in their presence on their wedding day when we take a few moments right before they proceed down the aisle just to focus on their breath, allow them an opportunity to become grounded and really present in the moment. Do you think that that sets you apart as a wedding officiant from others? Absolutely. Um, You know, I don't know. I've met with many officiants in our market and none of them offer this service. So I would say that it is one thing that sets me apart. Um, That's not to encourage them to start offering this service. But you know what? If they want to, great. Because, again, everyone can benefit from meditation. And um, I think everyone should practice it daily. I love that. Uh, let's see who, uh, is meditation not for? So, well, um, I think the question is uh, what, what is, is, what is not meditation? Oh, that is correct. <laughs> I apologize. We're that but, it, but it's not for, um, the answer to that would be, uh, no one, everybody should meditate. But um, to answer what is not meditation, meditation is um, often confused with a couple of topics. So I want to go over those really quickly for you just to kind of clear the air. Um, Meditation is not concentration. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this more um, a little later in this podcast. Meditation is also not relaxation. Um, while you may feel relaxed after you've had a successful meditation, it's not just hanging out and relaxing. Okay. Um, and um, also, meditation is not a religious practice. So some people, are, you know, get hung up on the idea that you know Buddhist monks meditate. So it must be like this ultra spiritual, ultra religious practice, and that's just not the case. Um, it's not a specified ritual that demands you sitting like in a particular posture or chanting specific mantras while burning candles and incense and, <laughs> uh, you know, just going on a whole nother level. Um, and it, it's, you know, you, it's just to increase the quality of our existence and to allow you a moment to become more aware of your true self. Um, So, and when I say awareness, I mean, you know, quieting the mind so that our inner voice has an opportunity to rise up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to piggyback off of that, um, meditation is not praying. Again, it's not a religious practice. Um, There are those out there who say that praying is asking for something 
you know, you know, when you pray to your higher power, you're asking for guidance, you're asking for forgiveness, you're asking for something. Right. Meditation is just about listening. Listening to what that inner voice brings to Allowing space for your inner wisdom to really come through the noise that we all have in our life. Thank you for the clarification. Yeah. Because I have, you're right, I have heard that meditation can sometimes be interpreted to be um, a religious thing when it's not. Um, So, go ahead. With that being said, um, it also is not just a state of mind. You know what I mean? It's a state of no mind. So no thinking, no doing, just being. Um, science has observed four basic states of mind, depending upon the frequency of our mind waves, right? So these states are alpha, beta, gamma, and theta. Um, beta is the state of mind in which we all live and perform our day-to-day activity. Alpha is then the next state that's just below beta. Um, alpha is the state often known as the state of meditation, but where we really want to get to with our meditation is gamma. Um, and that is the deepest um, and, and furthest step of our mind. And so it's important to really allow yourself to be still and tranquil and calm and try to notice where there is tension in our body and, and release it and allow your, your inner being to become more peaceful. <clears throat> So the next question that you have for me, um, I don't know, like, I guess you could go definitely more into detail about this. Uh, What is the difference between concentration and meditation? Right. So, you know, when we're concentrating, we're thinking, right? And so um, both concentration and meditation are considered mental states. Um, You know, we concentrate daily. We can also get to a meditative state daily. Um, but they both incorporate what's known like as a state of flow in the mind. So there is um, a psychologist named Mihai Chitsi Mihai. I may have just totally screwed <laughs> up his name. He is a Hungarian American psychologist. Um, And he has spent his whole career researching, studying, observing our mental state of focus and satisfaction, as well as our state of happiness and creativity. Um, And so he talks a lot about the state of flow. And so like, I think when we are in a great gamma state of the brain and we are actually in a point of meditation that our mind is really switching to a state of flow where we lose track of time, we lose track of a sense of, of our surroundings, and we're just truly like being in the moment. Um, and so concentration relies on us to practice self-control and focus, but meditation relies on us to act and achieve an uncluttered mind. And with that being said, the last topic about concentration that I, and, and difference between meditation and concentration that I want to bring is concentration, again, is like all about control, right? 
and self-awareness. And meditation only requires awareness. So you're like letting go of control and letting go of trying to control what your mind does other than clearing it and bringing awareness and bringing in self-realization. I'm sure that um, this is, this can be a tough practice. It's, it's not an easy practice. When I first started meditating, because um, as you know, I'm, I'm kind of a busybody, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little bit high energy. So the idea of me sitting for five minutes, closing my eyes or leaving them open and just focusing on my breath and not thinking about the 500 million other things that I could be doing, want to be doing, should be doing, um, was nearly impossible. It literally took me... Um, about six to nine months before I could sit for five minutes. Wow. Now, today, I can sit for over 30 minutes easily. I get to the point where the chatter starts, like running, the circus in my brain stops after about five minutes. And I can really just get myself to um, slow down believe it or not. So here's my question. For someone that's beginning to do this, what would your advice be at the very beginning when it's tough to get out of your own head for five minutes? Well, it's a practice, right? So keep practicing. I usually suggest to people, um, because I am a Reiki practitioner as well, and so I suggest sitting for five minutes in the morning, like right, be, right after you wake up, you know, before you have your coffee, before you get those stimulants going in your body, it makes our brain kick in and, and do all the work. Um, and right before you go to bed. Um, or if in the morning and right before you go to bed doesn't work, um, do it on your lunch break. So if you are having a problem sitting, uh, go outside. Sometimes it's easier to sit outside and find a space where you're comfortable um, and set a timer. You know, people think, oh, my God, five minutes. If you set a timer on your phone, uh, you'll find that five minutes really isn't that long and you may easily fall into it. If five minutes is too much, start with three minutes. Nobody has to be a hero. Um, it's important to, when we are making goals, you know, make them measurable, attainable, and um, something that you can build upon, right? So three minutes, five minutes. If once five minutes becomes easy, turn it into seven or ten, you know, um, we all live really busy lives. So the idea of sitting for 10 minutes to practice some self-care may seem daunting right now, but um, I'm a fan of writing it in your calendar, you know? Make space for it. So make space for it. Put, put an alarm on your phone. If, if you can't find, if you have children, you have a busy life, um, like everyone does these days, you know, sit in your driveway for five to 10 minutes before you come inside. Lock yourself in the bathroom. I lock myself in the bathroom a lot. Uh, <laughs> for reals. I'm like, I'm going to go take a bath. And <laughs> I, I lock the door. I fill the tub up um, because I'm a fire sign. So being in or around water 
grounds me really fast and makes it super easy for me to meditate. Um, and then I do my meditation while I'm sitting in the bath. That's um, smart. Yeah, because it's just a comfortable place. Um, and it's comfortable for me. So, you know, it is a practice. You could keep a, a journal uh, of what works for you and what doesn't. If you're like me and you don't like to write down the evidence, um, <laughs> you know, you, you can just remind yourself, okay, we're just going to try this on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, set alarms in your phone and make it happen. Um, yeah. So just keep it simple. Don't overthink it because it's about the act of not thinking. So bouncing off of that, um, let's say that you find yourself in a moment where meditation would be helpful. Yeah. It could be, I mean, okay, like for example, I guess I'll just give you an example from today that happened to me and how I could have probably rerouted my, my feelings in my brain. But I got yelled at today um, by someone important to me and it made me feel really awful. And I was upset for most of the day. And I feel like if I would have meditated, I probably could have pulled myself out of there and realized that, you know, it wasn't me that that person was, it was, I, I guess I just needed to take a step out of my own feelings to, to feel what I was feeling, essentially, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I like to refer to that as putting myself in timeout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like when we allow space and we turn off the chatter, then sometimes once we come out of that meditation, we see the situation from above the box, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're like, somebody said this metaphor once, you know, when you are standing so close to the elephant that you can only see its skin and it's the hairs on the elephant, you're not capable to see the elephant for what they truly are, right? Mm -hmm. But if you take, you know, if you move back 100 feet, you can see the whole elephant. You can see how beautiful it is and how large it is and, and its whole being, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what meditation can do for us, right? So we've had a bad situation and we're like really focused on the details of that bad situation. But if we stop, put ourselves in timeout, gather our breath, lower our anxiety, lower our blood pressure, become one with our breath, clear our mind, metaphorically take a step back and see the whole situation with compassion for yourself and your friends, um, it's a lot easier to deal with it, right? Yeah. 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 And really it could like takes five minutes to do that. I need to, I need to do this more often. You could have locked yourself in the bathroom where your roommate couldn't ask you about peanut butter. <laughs> your dog, your dog couldn't, you know, look at you like, hey, why aren't you playing with me? Um, and put yourself in timeout and saw the perspective, you know, the situation from a completely different perspective. Do you find it? Meditation is helpful in both happy, happy times and stressful times. 
Um, yes, I have been benefited from the practice in both places. Awesome. Um, you know, when I'm, when I'm, life is good, you know, you still practice because that keeps you on your A game. When life is bad, sometimes it allows the noise to stop long enough for you to realize uh, the goodness that is still there, right? Mm -hmm. Because we all have the ebb and flow of life. We have high times and we have low times. And there's always a lesson for us to learn or a lesson for us to teach in all of these situations. We have an opportunity to become our better selves and our true selves, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's, um, you know, realizing that we didn't keep a good boundary or realizing that we need to have a better boundary or we need to you know, uh, observe and respect other people's boundaries. There's always room for growth in every situation. Um, and I believe that meditation helps with that. I know it does for me. <clears throat> so where can, I mean, it sounds like I can practice meditation anywhere, but where can I practice meditation? So some of my favorite places to meditate, um, are outside, either walking and sitting in nature. Um, walking meditation is like awesome. Literally, you take a walk outside, you clear your mind, and you walk until the noise in your mind stops. So it's a double whammy, right? Because you're getting exercise. Right. You're helping your mind. Bless you. Thank you. Um, and you're reconnecting with nature. Um, and we, we all, and you know, this busy life that we live, don't always remember to connect with nature. Um, ag again, I'm gonna restate this. The bathtub is an awesome place to live. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, a quiet room where you can sit peacefully without your cats and dogs and everybody hanging out with you. Um, you can do it in your car. Um, you can do it, you know, just about anywhere that you have a space where you feel comfortable, you feel safe, and you have the ability to calm your mind. Um, sometimes before I'm going to meet a couple, I will park my car, I will sit in my car for five minutes, close my eyes, just on my breath, just to kind of get really grounded, to get my game face on, to uh, release any of those things that may have happened on the, the drive to the meeting or conversations that I had prior to getting in my car that might be still swimming around in my head. So I can be really present um, for my couples. So some people like to go to holy places. Um, and when I say holy places, you know, here in Ohio, we're very blessed. We have a ton of Native American um, nouns. And some of my best meditations have been a walking meditation outside around the sacred spaces. Um, so there aren't a lot of rules about it. It's just a place to sit or walk breathe, clear our minds. Um, 
sometimes I get super fancy and I place an intention in my head to help me focus on what I want to achieve for my meditation. And uh, an intention is something that we want to remember and manifest, but that's a topic for a whole new podcast, girlfriend. That's for a whole new podcast. Yeah. Setting intentions is a whole, it's a whole nother level. I'm going to go ahead and put that in our notes for next time. Setting intentions. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you for that. Uh, all the suggestions where you can meditate. I plan on using my bathtub because I'm a fire sign and yeah, water grounds me too. So interesting. Um, yeah. why practice meditation and what's up with the word practice? Well, we have already like, you know, gone over the topic of why, right? Um, but so I'm going to focus on the word practice. It's because no one is a professional meditator. Not even the Buddhist monks who devote their entire lives to meditation, you know, these Olympic level meditators, not even they are perfect at meditation because every meditation will be different, right? The meditation today and my experience with my meditation today is not gonna be the same as it was yesterday. And it's definitely not gonna be the same as it will be tomorrow. And it's always forever changing into something else. Some days it's super easy to sit down and quiet your mind. And other days it seems almost impossible because um, of deep emotions that are clouding the experience. And so that's why it's a practice. There's no room for perfection. You just keep trying every day. Um, some days you might be able to meditate for 30 minutes or longer. Some days just five minutes is all you can do. Um, so it's really important to try to take away the fact that it doesn't have to be perfect. You're just being. Write it down on your calendar. Just do it on your lunch break or, you know, when you walk from the house to your car or wherever, uh, you know, again, to restate, do it in the parking lot before you walk into work. Um, the point is to just do it, you know, like that Nike catchphrase. So just do it. <laughs> so do you want to try to meditate? Should we do, should we do like a, a, like a three minute guided meditation now? Actually, that's really funny that you say that because that was my next question was, could you give like step-by-step -step instructions for beginners on how to meditate? And then I had one more question for you. So let me ask you that question and then we can do a guided meditation. Okay, let's do it. Um, so what is your experience of meditating with couples before their ceremony and how does this benefit them more so than others not experiencing it? So I have had couples who have a meditative practice and they're like, heck yeah, sign us up. We want that meditative moment. You don't even have to try to sell us on it. Um, not that I'm selling people on it because it's included in my rate, but it, it becomes highly recommended. It's not required. And then I have couples who never meditate, but they're like, yeah, I think I would want that on my wedding day. Um, so to answer your question, um, I've seen both spectrums. I've seen people who meditate deeply and they're like, you know, thank you. And then I've seen people who don't meditate that at the end, you can see a difference 
and their body. Like their shoulders are down lower. Their face seems softer. Their whole like energy level has come down to while they're still excited for this like magical and special moment that they're about to experience, they're more present. Um, and it's always interesting because, you know, when I started offering this service, I was like, man, I don't know if dudes are going to really be receptive to this, you know, females will be receptive, no problem, but I don't know if dudes will be receptive. And it's always the guys that come to me afterwards and say, oh my God, that was amazing. I need to do that more. Really? Yeah. So isn't that an interesting, um, I would have never expected that. Me either. I'm sometimes I'm a sexist pig. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) And I assume that, you know, guys are rough around the edges and that they're not, you know, not going to be able to, to calm down or they'll be too silly or, or whatever. But, um, you know, it just goes to show life is full of a bunch of gray areas. And just when you think you've figured something out, you don't know anything. It's so true. Keep learning. <laughs> That's amazing. I would have never anticipated you talking about that tonight. That's yeah. So, you know, I don't push it on people. I just tell them I offer the service. I explain what it is. Um, 98% of my couples do it. Uh, you know, 2% don't, it's not a big deal. I'm still meditating, uh, for a couple minutes in the bathroom privately before I perform your ceremony. So I can be sure that I'm focused and, Um, relaxed and capable of providing the best service possible Um, just because I know the benefit of it. Yeah. Yeah. So did I answer your question? It did. No. Yeah, you did. I just, um, it was just essentially like, what's the difference between, you know, like seeing people go through it, seeing people not. And like, I think that especially the fact that um, males were, you know, in tune with that. And maybe, you know, like that's an, that, of course, that's another topic that we could talk about any day is sexism and, you know, the social roles that we find in men and women and how we're supposed to act in social norms. But I find it amazing that, um, and definitely very interesting that the males, maybe it's something that the males, like a male craves that they've never been given an opportunity to go through something like that before. I mean, I think so, you know, um, because of social norms and like not, you know, men and this is changing. We know that this is changing and thank goodness that it's changing in our culture, um, in our society. But, you know, um, guys don't always get an opportunity to connect with themselves or with their emotions or with their being, you know, they're, they're toughened up and they're, and they're told to act or be a certain way. And that's not to say that women aren't as well told to act or be a certain way. Um, But I think that there's more leeway for females and femininity to to be a little softer around the edges. Awesome. Okay, let's see here. And the last thing was, um, yeah, let's do a three-minute guided meditation. We'll wrap this up. That way you can be in bed earlier than anticipated. Thank you for um, being flexible on your on your time tonight. I appreciate you. No worries. Thanks so much for this opportunity. Um, yeah. I always enjoy 
uh, spend, getting me some Whitney in my life. And uh, just to, to say it, Wendy and, and Whitney are taking over the wedding industry. So if you need a dynamic duo uh, of wedding photography and wedding officiant, look no further. You should call us today. We are now booking for 2019 and 2020. Can you believe do- it? I know. And we don't like to tell you no. So please don't hesitate. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't say no very often. I know, but you know, I only serve one couple a day because I give 120%. And I know that you do too. Well, that's not true. We give 200 million percent. Um, <laughs> Way to count yourself on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't want to lie to people. Okay. I try to, I try to be honest um, as, as much as possible, but you know, I only serve one couple a day. I think that you are similar in nature. And so with that being said, there's only 52 weeks in a year, right? So um, we don't want to turn you away. You, you got that right. Yeah. All right. So you ready to, to, try, to, to try to meditate? We'll, yeah. We'll I'm going to shut a light off real quick and like, yeah. get, get myself in the vibe right now. Get yourself in the vibe. So listeners, get yourself in the vibe. Uh, you know, if you need to dim lights, dim lights. If you want to get in your comfy chair, get your comfy chair. If you want to take your shoes off, take your shoes off. You can be standing if that's best for you. Seated, eyes open, eyes closed. You can breathe with sound. You can breathe without sound, whatever is comfortable for you. I just ask that you uh, remain quiet and that you uh, try to keep yourself present. Well, I'm ready. I'm pants off, dance off on my couch. All right. I love this. Pants off, dance off for the win. Yes. All right. We're just going to start by taking a deep breath in and out. And in the next breath, we're going to breathe in through our nose and out through our mouth. And another breath in. And out. And and out. And out. If you notice any tension in your neck or your shoulders in this next breath, try to release it out. Allowing yourself to become a little more heavy, a little more present. Take a deep breath out. In this next breath, we're going to invite in all of the knowing of the world. Take a deep breath in. And out. In. And out. Another breath in. And out. And out. 
In this next breath, we're calling in love and kindness. Take a deep breath in. And out. In. And out. In. next breath we're calling in health and abundance take a deep breath in and out in. We're calling in peace and protection. Take a deep breath in. And out. And. And out. And. last breaths we're calling in gratitude and peace take a deep breath in and out in. you to slowly come back into the space that you're in, breathing a little more normally, slowly opening your eyes, checking in with yourself to see if your meditation gave you a bit of solitude today. It did for me. Putting your hand on your heart and one hand on your belly and giving yourself just a little bit of love and gratitude. And you have successfully just meditated for five minutes. No and way. It, and it totally did not seem like it. No, it didn't. Yes. My timer just went off. Yeah, that I hear was, it. That was five minutes, folks. So. Wow. It's that easy, easy peasy, right? And all it is, is just breathing. And sometimes I say those words, um, you know, especially when you're starting out, because again, the circus comes in, the chatter, the noise, but if you are just like, okay, I'm going to think about love and kindness for the next five breaths. Okay, now I'm going to think of peace and joy for five breaths. I'm going to think of health and abundance for five breaths or whatever you need that day, whether it's patience, gratitude, patience, gratitude, all of uh, yeah. those are the things I needed today. Tolerance. 
you know, just loving kindness to yourself over and over again, loving kindness to somebody that is weighing heavy on your mind. Um, that's the other thing about meditation. You know, you can, and, and this is where intention comes in. So, you know, we'll talk about this later, but you can set intentions for yourself and for the people around you. You know, let's say your boss really pissed you off. Let's be clear. It happens all the time. Yes. <laughs> so you can go into the bathroom for five minutes instead of cussing him out in your head. You can be like, I'm sending love and kindness and peace to my boss and, and set your timer for five minutes. Focus on your breath, love and kindness to my boss. And I bet you anything, when you walk out of the bathroom five minutes later with your game face on, you're going to be less pissed off than you were when you walked into the bathroom. And the only one that's going to benefit from it is you because you will no longer be stressed. Exactly. Yeah. One last question before we hop off of here. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that you are into Reiki as well. Can you kind of explain what that is and how someone would go about getting a hold of you to if they're interested in a session? Sure. So, uh, you know, Reiki is just a, a healing art form where I act as a guide to help you heal yourself. Um, I'm not healing you. I am not responsible for your healing. Um, I just help guide you through some of those roadblocks and allow space for you to potentially heal yourself. And so if you're interested in, in talking to me more about that, then you can uh, shoot me an email to wendy.noble at yahoo. That's W-I-N-D-I dot N-O-B as a boy, L-E at yahoo.com if that was too tricky because sometimes it is my name is spelled a little bit differently you can always go to my web address at run to an elopement r-u-n-t-o-a-n-e-l-o-p-e-n-e-n-t.com and send out send me an inquiry um you can um, just do a Google search for wedding officiants in Columbus, Ohio, and you will find me that way. Um, or you can find Wendy through Whitney. I was just getting ready to say, and if you really want to be lazy, you just shoot my girl Wit a message, and she can connect you with me. Um, I'm not comfortable putting my phone number on this podcast, but Whitney is more than welcome to allow you to have it, to text me, call me. Um, and we can connect that way. Amazing. Well, thanks for being a guest on my podcast tonight. We just talked for 45 minutes. I know. Doesn't it seem like two seconds? Yeah. I'm a little bit, I like the sound of my own voice. I'm a little bit windy. <laughs> a little bit windy. I'll keep that in mind for um, the next time I do a podcast. So setting intentions is going to be our discussion topic. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's set the intention right now. It's already in my calendar. That we will talk more about intentions the next time. But in the interim, uh, don't forget that Whitney and myself are ready to serve you. Um, I know that I am currently in school for fall 
uh, this year. Um, I do have some winter dates available. I know Whitney still has availability. So have you, if you've been thinking about getting family portraits for Christmas cards, you just got engaged, you just had a baby, you just want to capture the moment because life is too dang short. Um, you need to call Whitney to, to get those special moments captured in photography and um, and don't miss those magical moments in life. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think thank you. I think it's also very important, but that's my biased opinion. So, <laughs> hey, you know, I'm I'm a little bit biased as well. So, oh, good. Um, I'm I the same team then. Yes, I think you're an amazing woman, and I love working with you, and I really appreciate this opportunity, and I look forward to building some connections with all of your friends and family, and uh, I love you. I so love you too. Be thank you. Be good to yourself and be good to others, okay? Amen. Have an awesome evening, and we will um, be keeping everyone posted about when the next one goes up. This should be this podcast should be published within the next hour, so I'll shoot it your way, Wendy, and feel free to share it wherever you'd like. Awesome. Thanks so much, Whit. You're welcome. I love you. Love you. Talk to you soon. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.